Welcome to Spiritual Counsel by J.K. Popham, the pastor of Galeed Chapel Brighton for 55 years, whose prayer was that a divine blessing would rest on the words we are about to hear. So now we go back to 1928. The subject is Abijah. I want to introduce to you a young man of whom only a brief notice is given in the word of God. It is Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, king of Israel. Jeroboam was the first king of the ten tribes, the kingdom the Lord took out of the hand of Rehoboam, Solomon's son. And he sinned craftily and daringly soon after his elevation to the throne. And the future mention of him is terrible. Jeroboam, who did sin and who made Israel to sin. To this wicked man was born a son whose name was Abijah. And what I want to bring to your notice is the very striking character given him. Telling Jeroboam's wife that the child shall die, Ahijah the prophet said, And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. Now as the prophet was speaking by divine inspiration, this above beautiful character must have been given by God. And as Holy Scripture tells us that all things are of God, we must conclude the good thing which was in Abijah was from God wrought in him by the Spirit of God. Of this good thing it may be said, it was eternal life. He was born again, else he could not have seen the kingdom of God and thus turned away from the idolatry his father introduced into the kingdom of Israel. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How vexed his righteous soul must have been to witness the rebellion of his father and the ten tribes against the Lord, his God. He felt the dishonour done to him toward whom his soul went in righteous desire and worship. And probably being heir to the kingdom, as is supposed, he often contemplated the changes he would make the reformation he would effect in the future. The good thing was faith. As a royal person he was instructed in the law and would remember the word of God by Moses. Cursed be the man 
that maketh any graven or molten image an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and putteth it in a secret place. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. But his father had set up two calves, the one in Bethel and the other in Dan. It is thought that Abijah would not publicly worship with the nation. By faith he saw the only true God, I am, in the promised Messiah. This faith in him was the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Who can tell the grief, the despising, the reproaches the young man suffered for his religion? But he endured as seeing him who is invisible. In the good thing toward the Lord which he had was hope. In the midst of the trial which his godly Protestantism must have brought on him, Hope would look out and sustain him, saying in him, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. What cheering views of God's love might in those suffering days have been given to him! What sweet sensations of interest were given by the good Spirit of God who was in the church! Love was part of the good thing Abijah possessed. Comfortably he might be singing in the night and in the day, Oh, how love I thy law, it is my meditation all the day. In trouble, temptation and sorrow, he would pray, Take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I trust in thy word. The fear of the Lord was the good thing which was found in Abijah. It was the beginning of wisdom in him and kept him, like itself, clean. It made his conscience tender and his walk upright. All this must have made him an object of observation in the nation, especially to the godly, above all to the Lord who sets apart for himself him that is godly. Now observe the significant word which tells us of the pointing of the good thing which was in Abijah. It was toward the Lord God of Israel. The evil of the idolatry of Jeroboam, who made Israel to sin, was toward his golden calves, the good thing in his son was in the right direction. God was the object of his very heart and right spirit. His thoughts, desires, prayers, affections and aims were toward him. In a dark, wicked nation, an idolatrous home and troubled at times in his soul, how he would cry out with the church. Saw ye him whom my soul loveth. The Lord bent Abijah for himself. Hence the sorrow 
he must have been filled with as he saw the God of his salvation dishonoured, derided and blasphemed. Naturally, the young man might, in his zeal for God, have anticipated his ascent to the throne and the reformation he would effect. But God had provided some better thing for him, even to sit with himself on his throne. And he was the only one of Jeroboam who was buried. So terrible was the just anger against the man who made Israel to sin. May the testimony God gave of Abijah, even that he pleased God, be given of us. And the grace of the Lord Jesus be abundant in us with faith and love. Your affectionate friend, J.K. Popham, Brighton, May 1928. Thanks for joining us today. When we produced the last episode for September, we could not have imagined that the Queen only had a few days left with us. We are reminded of the words of Jesus. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. So the subject for next time on the 1st of November is the death of King George V, who was the Queen's grandfather. Don't forget to like, follow or subscribe to Spiritual Council and share it with your family and friends. That's all for today's episode, so until next time, goodbye.